Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to this week's episode of the Borger Sports Podcast. This is episode 10. The Borger Sports Podcast is brought to you by our official sponsor, the Plumley Real Estate Group. The Plumley Real Estate Group is brokered by Keller Williams of Amarillo. Michael Kano, what's up, buddy? What's going on, Mike? Glad to be back in the studio. Yeah, we're here today. A couple days later. We are a couple of days late, and I actually had some people give me a hard time. So oh, yeah. I liked it because that let me know they were waiting for the episode to come yeah, out Wednesday yeah, yeah. morning. I had a couple of text messages. What They're happened? Like, Mr. Kano, what the heck? Where's it at? I did put it out that it was going to come a couple of days late. Sure. But, but hey, all that's important is you're feeling better. You're back My up. Fault. And, I was a little under nah, the weather. Nah, nah. This Called is like, sick to the podcast. You know, it's a podcast. So if one of us gets sick. We've got real jobs too. Couldn't be hacking you know? all over these microphones. Right. Ruining it forever. Right. Well, we're glad you're feeling better. Thanks, buddy. Gave glad us an to opportunity to... Have a few extra things happen this week that we could talk about today, too. Yeah, absolutely. Sports-wise, so. For example, how about those Rangers? A- sure. ALCS is going on right now. Yeah, I have Which wa- I know you're watching the NLCS. I haven't watched an inning of it, but. You haven't watched any of the Diamondbacks at all? Oh, I have that. I haven't watched. Oh, okay. I haven't watched an inning. I mean, unfortunately, I've watched the Diamondbacks. Sure. <laughs> uh, but I haven't, I haven't watched any of the ALCS. Oh, it's been, it's yeah. been a good back and forth. And. <clears throat> There's been some times that we've rooted for the Astros in the past. Sure. But come on. The Rangers have a chance here. <laughs> the Rangers have a chance. Sure. I'm rooting for Bruce Bochy. Yeah. I love Bruce Bochy. Been around the block for a long time. Yeah. Well, he, you know, the because I was a Giants, I'm a Giants fan, mm-hmm. really. Sure. Yeah. And so my whole life, they had never won a World Series. And uh, got close in 2002. My senior year of high school, mm-hmm. uh, they lost to the Angels. Mm-hmm. Uh, they lost in 89 when I was a little kid. Remember that Bay, Bay Bridge series? Sure. They had that earthquake. I was actually earthquake. lived up there then during that time. Was Felt that earth. I didn't live in oh, San Francisco, you? but we were like in the Bay Area. So like that's actually they one of my earliest trimmers. memories is watching my front lawn do these big waves. Oh my god! During that earthquake, getting ready to watch before the game, getting ready to watch it. I was like five. And uh yeah. <laughs> Five years old. That's one of my earliest memories. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so Bruce Bochy finally brings us three World Series in 2010, 12, and 14. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So that was awesome. That was a great five-year run, six-year run of being a Giants fan. Just winning World Series every other year, you know? Yeah. It was awesome. And it's a good young team. Yeah. You know, so Josh- I was like Bruce Bochy. So oh, I'd yeah, like to sure. see him win. He kind of owes you guys since... One of those ones we won was against you guys. So. <laughs> yeah, it was. What was that? 2000 and was that 10? 11? 2010? We, we won in 10, 12, and 14. I think okay. it was 10. I think it was the first one. That was a tough one. We yeah. were excited. We didn't really come to play yeah. during that series. But I don't know, man. Could be turning around. We'll see. The Strohs are a great team. Sure. You know what I'm saying? And there's a lot of Astros fans in mm-hmm. this area. So we'll see how it goes. It's going to be a good series no yeah. matter what. Yeah. I know Cindy Reinhart is... Hardcore Rangers. Okay. So do not approach her with trash talk in the grocery store. She will put you in your place. All right. Just heads up. I don't have any trash talk about the (laughs) Rangers. So, so yeah. All right. Well, let's get to the rundown. Let's do this. Ready? The rundown. All right. We got volleyball going on this week. Uh, So let's talk about Borger volleyball. Since beating Perryton, the girls have lost the last two. Uh, So they lost to Canyon 3-0. And Pampa, 3-2. That final set against Pampa, uh, they lost at 18-20. Oh, it was a so back and forth match close from what set. I heard. Yeah. Um, I heard they had it. I didn't go, but mm-hmm. I had some friends who went, and we talked about it a lot. Uh, they, 
I, the, I guess the girls had Pampa in the final set to deuce a couple times mm. and just couldn't pull it out. But sure. They, they were really impressed with how they played, played really hard. Um, as a nail biter, great match. Yeah. Um, just couldn't pull it out. Uh, some stats for you. Braley Richburg had two digs. Isabella Pena had 21 assists and 13 digs. Katie Buchanan had 12 kills and five digs. Esther Canones had 32 assists, six digs, and one ace. Emily Bridges had 12 kills, five blocks, 19 digs, and one ace. Addie Bridges had eight kills, six blocks, and two digs. Jordan Pettit had four kills and a dig. Savannah Padilla had four digs. Reality Briscoe had 17 digs. Alex Shepard had four kills and two blocks. Samantha Tarango had 11 digs. Adre Loftus had eight kills, three blocks, and three digs. And Cooper, Cooper Buchanan had 16 kills, two blocks, and one dig. And Cooper was one of the Amarillo Globe News' uh, female athletes of the week. She week was, as well. yeah. So good for Great her. Great job, Cooper. Yeah, proud of you. Awesome. Uh, Varsity is 16 and 19 overall. Yeah. Uh, and is 2 and 10 in districts. So one, th- one month ago, man, we were looking at going into district play. You and I were talking before the podcast. Now mm-hmm. uh, they were, you know, looking at going to district play. They were 14, 14 and 9 and looked, was looking really good. And then yeah. just kind of district play didn't go the way we were hoping it was going to go. Man, and but, it's crazy. I mean, just <clears throat> one month ago, four weeks ago, mm-hmm. we were just in such a different place. And it, I think two things. Number one, it shows how hard this district is. Yeah. You know, you have the number That's one the ranked thing Randall shows, yeah. Raiders, Lady Raiders. Mm-hmm. They're ranked number one pretty much the entire season as the defending state champions. And then they lose to West Plains this weekend. So now there's a flip-flop right there. And I think sure. West Plains and the Texas Girls Association just overtook Randall in the, like the number four spot. Wow. Or something like that. Okay. And Randall dropped down to number five. So, man, you talk about a competitive league. That's number one. And then number two, uh, you know, you're going to play some games in early on, especially in your regular season, that you want to win. You want to get some confidence. Mm-hmm. You and I were talking about this before the show. Do you also want to make sure that you're seeing very good, hard, competitive action getting ready for a district like this? Mm-hmm. Because you don't want to have a false sense of security. Sure. Because like, we're going to be able to compete with all these teams. Look at our record right now. But it doesn't necessarily indicate that the quality of teams that you're seeing. So sure. there's a balance. Yeah. You want to give your kids some confidence. You don't want to just overwhelm them and throw them into 6A teams, you know, Amarillo highs and all that every single week. But you do want to see a high level of competition. Right. It's going to be equal to at least what you're going to see in district play. For sure. So, yeah, I think a combination of those two things. Yeah. Well, that's where we're sitting right now with varsity volleyball. Uh, the JV, they lost to Pampa in three sets while the freshman won in two sets. Well, there you go. Good there job, go. freshman. Yeah. And I'll say this. This is a tough one. Mm-hmm. JV has never lost to Pampa, mm-hmm. ever. Those sophomore girls. Sure. And all through their middle school career, never lost. Basketball, volleyball. This was the first time they've ever lost to Pampa girls. Okay. So that's a tough pill to swallow. Okay. Yeah. Um, just kind of make sure that are we working hard to continue to grow or have we settled? Sure. We don't want to settle. No, we don't. So, yeah. Got to keep after it. All right. On to Frank Phillips College. Uh, the Lady Plainsmen on Saturday, they beat Clarington College in three sets. Then they lost to Midland College in three sets on Wednesday. So they're currently three and eight in conference play, and they've got three games left. Yeah. And I don't so. think their season has turned out like they've hoped. Sure. You know, they had some higher hopes going into the season, and, and they've had a tough conference. And so let's see if they can win it. They have Amarillo College still coming up. So. Yeah. Hopefully you can win that battle. Yeah, but win that 
that big rivalry match you were talking about. <laughs> we're we're going to make it happen. You're going to make it happen. Right? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, let's go on to some golf action. So the boys played in the country club triangular in Borger on Saturday. And Borger came out with the lowest team score of 307, led by Corbin Gibson, who tied for the lowest score with a 71. Also to note, Hayden Ferris and Keegan Adami both had great days and uh, had their own season personal bests. Mm. So good job to the boys. The ladies played at the Canyon JV Invitational, where... Hazel Aguilera, Breeley Nail, Ava Rankin, and London Rios all shot season bests. Okay. So, that, and that's what I love about this golf team. Man, they are just getting better and better yeah. every week. They're working hard to improve. Mm-hmm. So, for them, it's like we're constantly season, season best, season best, season best. It's all about that growth with them. Yeah. I really like that. That's awesome. Cross Country had a long weekend because it was, and we talked about this last time, it was district championship time. Mm-hmm. And so we have not gotten to talk a lot about our middle schoolers just because there's so much info when you're doing something like this. We're going to spend a little bit of time talking about the middle schoolers. All right. Let's because do it. there is some impressive stuff All right. coming from this weekend. Sure. And so Borger Middle School competed in the Texas Panhandle Cross Country Junior High Championships on Saturday at Canyon. As a team, the girls were in second place of 14 teams that went, and they were only seven points behind. Canyon Junior High, who ended up being the champions. And I'm telling you, it's just a few seconds difference between us being first and second. Did a fantastic job. So Jocelyn Sanchez led the way. She got third place overall with the time of 1246 right behind her. And they've been like this all season long. They run right right next to each other. Hadley Reed in fourth place with a time of 1249. Chelsea Medina was in 13th place with a time of 1330. And that is... uh, a uh, great time for her. Sadie Loya, 19th place with a time of 1348. Taylor Phillips came in at 41st place, a time of 1426. Isabella Lewis at 45th uh, with a time of 1449. Michael Garcia in 48th place with a time of 1442. Riley Randalls in 58th place with a time of 1451. Right next to her was Mackenzie McWilliams, 59th place also at 14.51. And then we had Brooklyn Drake at 74th place with a time of 15.10. And Sadie Blevins at 137th with a time of 17.37. The middle school boys were also at the championships as well. And as a team, they came in fifth place, but they had an outstanding performance by Pierce Davis, who came in first overall with a time of 11.45. All right. And the rumor is with Pierce, because Pierce is also a football player. Okay. Rumor is mm-hmm. that he's thinking about not running cross country in high school so he can focus on football. I just don't see a way that Brian and Elizabeth are going to not let him do it when he does a performance like that. Yeah. It's outstanding. Right behind him was Rhett Scroggs. Came in 14th place at 1240. Trendon Jordan at 45th place with a time of 1331. Elisha Mena, 58th place with a time of 1357. John Harper was in 75th place by the time of 14.52. Then you had Ray David Martinez in 90th okay. place with a time of 16.13. And then Christian Sanchez, who's also a wrestler, in 96th place with a time of 17.02. All right. So great job by the middle school. Yeah. A lot of good things to come. Coach Wheeler, I think, is is pretty pleased, if I had to say, with the talent that he has over there right now yeah. and the work that they've done. So sure, I look forward to seeing them in track because once we get to track okay. season— You'll see a lot of these same names right Yeah, for sure. So it'll be yeah. good to go. Awesome. The varsity was also at the District 4-4A Championships in Canyon this weekend as well. 
So the Varsity Boys, they finished fifth out of eight teams in district, and uh, Canyon ended up winning the district championship. All there. right. So Isaiah White, who's kind of been really progressing all season long, led the way for us in 15th place. He was our only person that medaled. Uh, and that was at a time of 17.39. Charlie okay. Medina right behind them at 18th place with a time of 17.56. Matthew Gutierrez was in 20th place with a time of 18.02. Christian Garcia, the freshman, who we've seen improved each week, was in 35th place with a time of 18.53. And then Leif Nelson in 38th place with a time of 19.01. Okay. And I'm trying to think of all these. I think we have one senior on there. Mm-hmm. So... Young team, mm-hmm. they'll be looking at. I was talking with one of the moms, um, and she was telling me, you know, as a team, they're really talking a lot about what do we need to do to get to regionals as a team. So I think we'll see some good things out of these young guys. All right. The varsity girls came in seventh place at the championships. Julia Stevens, our senior, led the way in 36th place with a time of 14.10. Brilliant Nail in 37th place with a time of 14.14. Right at Right alongside of her was Lila Breedlove in 38th place in 14.14. London Salinas in 42nd place with a time of 14.51. And then Miley Garcia came in 43rd place with a time of 14.54. All right. So some good stuff out of cross country. Yeah, that's awesome. All right, coming up. What do we got coming up? Uh, volleyball is going to be finishing up the season with their last two games this Saturday in Dumas. And then next Tuesday, October 24th, they'll be at home. They finish up their season against West Plains. As we mentioned earlier, West Plains just knocked off Randall. Yeah, they did. So uh, it'll be a tough game, but come on out. Cheer on the girls. That's right. Yeah. Their last game, their last home game. Let's get out there and get them some support. On to golf. The boys uh, are getting ready for the South Plains shootout in Hobbs, New Mexico on October 27th and 28th. Mm-hmm. And then the girls will be hosting the Bor- Borger Triangular at the Phillips course this Saturday. So make sure you make your way out to the course and support the ladies this weekend. That's right. Let's go golf. Let's go golf. Football. After the commercial break. After the commercial break. We will be reviewing Friday's game against Seminole. And then we'll talk about this week's home matchup on Friday night. Against the Leveland Lobos. And isn't it crazy? We're in episode 10. Felt it like is. just yesterday we were talking about all these fall sports, and now they're all wrapping up. Yeah, they're all wrapping we up. We finished team tennis. It's crazy. Golf is wrapping up. Volleyball has our last two. We're in the end of district play with football. Mm-hmm. We're, we're about to start talking about basketball and wrestling coming up here pretty soon. All right. I'm excited about That'll that. That'll be fun. Well, after the commercial break, let's all talk right. about some football. We'll be right back. We would like to thank the Plumley Real Estate Group. Plumley Real Estate Group is the official sponsor of the Borger Sports Podcast. Are you looking to sell your current home or property or on the hunt for your dream home? Look no further than Plumley Real Estate Group. Plumley Real Estate Group is your trusted partner in finding the perfect property for you and your family or selling your current home in the competitive real estate market. Plumley Real Estate Group's agents, Jodina Plumley, Lindsay Vinson, and Mike Reese understand that buying or selling a home is a significant decision, and they are here to make the process as smooth and stress-free as possible. Plumley Real Estate Group's team of dedicated and knowledgeable agents will guide you every step of the way, from listing your home or browsing listings to closing the deal. Join the many satisfied homeowners and sellers who have worked with Plumley Real Estate Group. Contact Plumley Real Estate Group online today at plumleygroup.kw.com to schedule a consultation. 
Plumley Real Estate Group is brokered by Keller Williams of Amarillo. All right, guys, now we're back in the studio. Mike, let's talk a little bit about football. If you want to. A lot of the football things. To, a lot of football things going on. But we're going to talk a little bit about the high school football game from Friday night. All right, let's do so it. So Borger traveled down south to Seminole and played the Seminole Indians. Did not go the way that I think the Bulldogs were hoping that it would go. For and sure. So it was a tough night for the Bulldogs. Right. They ended up losing that game 41-0. to Mm-hmm. And so Seminole uh, goes seven and one. Right now they're one and one in district play. The Bulldogs are three and four overall. They were opening up district. They're now zero and one in district play. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, you know, it was just it was a tough night for the Bulldogs mm-hmm. overall. KJ Jennings and we just had him on the podcast this last week. Sure, goes out the second drive of the game with the injury. Um, it looks like he's going to be okay long term. Um, you know, I don't, I don't know exactly what's going to happen for Friday night. Okay, but you know, KJ's a competitor. I think if there's any way he can get on the field, he's going to try to get sure. on the field. And so, you know, Riley Moreno came in. Him and Chris Hunter split some time at the quarterback position. It, it just we just couldn't get anything going offensively. Sure, you know what I'm saying. And it was, uh, it just ended up becoming a long night because of that. Defensively, we gave up some points early on. But I think you did see a shift somewhere around the end of the second quarter, middle of the second quarter, where our kids finally figured out, hey, we can play with these guys. Okay. Because then you saw we had like three turnovers that we ended up getting defensively. We had like several third down stops. And I think Seminole was 0 for 2 for fourth down. So there were some good things that ended up happening defensively. We got to figure that out earlier. These kids got to get it in their minds early on. I can play with anybody. I can compete with anybody. And that's still part of the psychological training, I think, that Coach Hamrick is having to do with some of our kids. It's more so than just working hard. It's more so than just knowing the X's and O's. You got to fully believe in your mind. Yeah. I can play and I can compete yeah. and I can beat anybody. For sure. So, yeah. I mean, that's almost 80%. Oh, I think so. Of sports, right? I mean, if, if you're defeated mentally or you don't know where you're at mentally. Sure. You don't know where, you know, if you're not confident going in. Well, and it's, you know. How many sports movies do you see out there that are based on someone having to overcome some sort of obstacles? Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, it's a mental obstacle. Right? Right. It's not just that the team is just a better team. Sure. It's just that do you have the belief in yourself that you can actually do this? Mm-hmm. And I think that's where we that's where a, a huge progression can happen for us. Yeah, I agree. And can this group be the first group to make that happen? Can they change the mindset? Can they get rid of that thought that, oh, mm-hmm. well, we're going to— we're going to choke. We're going to give it up. Something's going to happen. We're going to have some bad. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Can we change the mindset to say we can and we will compete with anybody that comes in front of us? Okay. We may win. We may lose. But you're going to have a tough night playing the Bulldogs no right. matter what. And that's that's where we're still headed in that direction, sure. I think. Yeah. White Holmstrom, the quarterback for um, Seminole, ended up having a pretty good game. 18 for 25 for 233 yards passing and four touchdowns. The Bulldogs offensively had 225 yards of total offense. 173 yards rushing. I think that was combined by like five different rushers and then 52 yards receiving. Okay. So on to the next week. Yeah, let's move on to the next week. Yeah, let's talk about the next game. I mean, honestly, you just kind of, we knew it was going to be a tough game. That's one of those ones you just got to like forget about it and move on, right? It's over. Yeah. Like you got to, you have to. One of the things I talk about with some of my younger guys is like, you got to be a goldfish. 
No, and that's that's yeah. an old Ted Lasso thing right there. It's like <laughs> yeah. they have the shortest memory of any animal in the animal kingdom. Right. You got to forget about it. You got to move on. Yeah. You got to dory that sucker and just just keep swimming. <laughs> dory. Yeah. <laughs> right on. All right. So next week. Yeah. Yeah. Who's coming to town, Mike? Who's coming? All right. Uh, the Bulldogs are going to be back home this Friday night mm-hmm. at Bulldog Stadium. They are going to be taking on the Leveland Lobos. So Leveland is coming off of a 68-13 thrashing at the hands of West Plains. Sure. So both teams going into this, kind of coming into this game after both teams getting their butts kicked last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, both teams are going to want to win, man. I think they're both going to want to not get their butts kicked two weeks in a row. Well, and here's the deal. So, this is a This is an important part, like... We're improving as a team. We're improving as a program. Yeah, we are. Yeah. You want to make the playoffs this year. Mm-hmm. We have a chance to really make the playoffs. And I think we have a great chance to be the number three seed. Okay. So this is a must win. For sure. In my estimation, yeah. you've got to win this game. Because this this puts you in that position to play Perryton for that third spot. Right. Because I think right now, West Plains is, is running on all cylinders. You know, you can see an upset central with them, but... You're going to have to play your perfect game. Right. It's kind of like what we were talked about last time mm-hmm. we were doing the district preview. But this game right here against Leveland, this is a proving ground. Mm-hmm. This is the seniors and this leadership team stepping up and saying, we are going to win this game no matter what. We are taking this team to the playoffs right. no matter what happens. Yeah. So it's going to be senior night at Bulldog Stadium. Yes, it is. I think it's going to be a good night for All the right. Bulldogs. I predict okay. good things. Yeah. So uh, Leveland's currently 2-6. and six. Mm-hmm. They're 0-2 in district right now. And so this is, like you just said, it. yeah, it's a must win. Yeah, sure. It's a must win. And so uh, uh, Leveland averages 218 yards per game and uh, 73 yards rushing, 144 yards passing. Sure. Uh, so not a not a real strong rushing game there. You know, if you're only yeah. averaging 70 yards rushing a game. Yeah, I think it's kind of like what we talked um, about in the district preview. You got their head coach, La Leong, <clears throat> who was a wide receiver at Texas Tech. So, you know, he's an air raid kind of guy. He's going right. to like to spread it out. So they're not particularly great at running the ball. And that's going to be kind of a stark contrast to what we've really seen this year, which is we run the ball really well at right. times. We we pound the ball. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we're averaging 160 yards rushing. Sure. So almost twice. It's more than twice what they're averaging sure. rushing. absolutely. Um, but, you know, they are averaging more passing than we are. We're averaging 113 yards passing. You know, we're averaging 273 yards in total offense a game. So it's going to be an interesting game, I think, to see uh, which offense can kind of turn it out, which offense can really take control of the game mm-hmm. and put some points on the board. Sure. So. I think, to me, the difference maker is going to be the defenses, honestly, because I think both offenses are going to try to do what they do well. Sure. Leveland's going to try to pass the ball. Borger's going to try to run the ball. Mm-hmm. Which defense is going to be able to stop the other? Okay. I'm leaning towards the Bulldogs in this one. Leveland's offense right now is giving up 313 points for the for the year. And so— Their defense? Their defense has given up 313 okay. points. You know, and so quite a bit more than what you've seen with Borger over the last seven mm-hmm. games. And so— I think if our offense can be steady, if KJ's back, can he complete the passes that need to be completed? Mm-hmm. You know, out routes, set routes, yeah. get in there. We don't need we don't need a home run every single play. Sure. You know what I'm saying? We don't need to send a fly route every single play. Let's complete some passes. Let's get the ball mm-hmm. moving. Yeah. Let's have the 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 thought and let's have the mindset that we have multiple weapons that we can use and you don't know where we're going to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we've and done so, that. Absolutely. We've done that earlier in the year before district play. Sure. You know, we had times where our 
they had the offense rolling. We had receivers, you know, great games from, you know, Goldston a couple of times and mm-hmm. those other receivers uh, have had it going. So uh, we can do it. We're capable of doing it. Absolutely. So, yeah. Come on out Friday night. Uh, cheer on the Bulldogs. We'll be in the booth. Kane will be cranking the tunes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to take some of these awesome fishermen's friends cough drops that you gave me. Yeah, just their money. <laughs> they don't taste great, but they work. They work. They work. All right. Well, we're finally going to reveal the results. We've we extended the voting a couple extra days. Is it time? It is time. I think it's time. Uh Borger's Killer Queen, the hardest hitting lady bulldog of yeah. all time. We had a lot of votes. Yeah, we did. We had three times as many votes I think for this than we did with the foot the the heaviest hitter poll we did for football. Yeah, yeah. Those girls get out there and vote, man. They got nothing better to do to be on their phone and vote, I guess. But <laughs> <laughs> You're going to get in trouble for well, they get all them. They get all them friends, their friends voting, you know. It's oh, uh, yeah. tons of Absolutely. votes. And then once they figured out that uh, they could vote as much as they wanted, that it wasn't limited to like one then vote a day on. or whatever. Oh, yeah, the votes were just coming. I get an email notification every time somebody votes from the forms because <laughs> yeah. on the website domain stuff and my phone was just like, luckily my thing groups them. Oh, that's good. So like, it's not like I get, but there'd be times where I'd like open up my email and it'd sure. be like 75 emails from Squarespace. <laughs> oh my gosh. Anyway. And so those well, votes were coming in. Yeah. We had some good nominations. We did. So we had some very qualified young ladies. Mm-hmm. Michael, it is time. Who is the killer queen? Drum roll. The hardest hitting uh, lady bulldog you, of all time. You do it. You do it. You reveal it. Come on. Here we go. Okay. Drum roll. Bye. The killer queen is Chelsea Gray Optin. All right. Congratulations, Chelsea. Chelsea. So Chelsea was an outside hitter, class of 2009, former Miss Borger High as well. But she was a big integral part of the 2007 team that beat Vernon. They beat Argyle and they beat Whitesboro before losing to Monahans in the regional semifinals. Yeah. And so now she's got two kids of her own. She and she's uh mm-hmm. she's a mom, she's a nurse practitioner here in town. Mm-hmm. But there for a time, she was the killer queen on the court. Well, Congratulations, she's, Chelsea. She's the killer queen. Congratulations, Chelsea. That's right. Uh I, I was gonna say something else about it, but I can't remember. What were you gonna say? I don't remember. It just left my head. I'm gonna cut that out. All right. Congratulations, <laughs> Chelsea. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I was gonna say she got forty three percent of the vote. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah. So, you know, the rest of the voting was kind of broken up there. We had a couple other people uh, close behind her. But mm-hmm. um, it was, there were a couple days there where it was like really, 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 really close. Sure. But uh, she had a lot of people voting for her there at the end and kind of ran away with it. So there you go. There we go. All right. I think that's the podcast for this week, man. That's all we got. Yeah. We'll be back next week. Hopefully we'll be talking about a win over Leveland and uh, we'll see what else is going We're gonna on. We're going to be talking about a win over Dumas, a win over Leveland. Yeah. It's going to be great. And here pretty soon, we're going to be talking about basketball. All right. That's, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. I'm excited about basketball season. All right. Well, that's it. That's it for the podcast this week. Y'all have a great week. And we'll see you uh, tonight at Bulldog, Bulldog Stadium. Stadium. Come on out. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Borger Sports Podcast. Thanks again to our official sponsor, Plumley Real Estate Group. Give us a follow on Facebook and Instagram to join the conversation. And feel free to contact us with any comments, questions, or advertising inquiries at borgersportspod at gmail.com. 
It would also be a huge help if you would subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or Stitcher. And make sure you give us a five-star rating as well. The Borger Sports Podcast is hosted by Michael Kano and mixed and produced by me, Michael Williams. Once again, thanks for listening. We'll be back next week.